All right, guys, we're back in your lives on this September 16th for another episode of Seller Dwellers. All the guys are here back-to-back weeks like we promised, and we're kind of going to just go off the cuffs today. We're, go- we're going with the flow, no agenda, no schedule. Oh, boys, how are we doing? I got my hair cut this week. Pat, looks like you got your hair cut. Yep. Yeah. Parker yep. looking like a young Thomas Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> kind of does, Pat. You kind of do look like young Tom Shelby. I mean, I've just been working, man, usual, trying to get a – I think that's a compliment, but uh, it is. I've just been working at the golf course. Kyle, how's your how's your golf course? Life in the bag room. It's not too bad, man. No, I mean the pay is good. The pay is actually pretty yeah. good. Like for a job like this, like a job I'm just taking in the meantime until I get actually employed from like a job I want. It's not bad money. Anyway, how does uh, how's everyone else been? Good, Nick. Good. Yeah. All right. So my. <laughs> My dad's in this like CBS pick'em pool where you just pick the winners of every game every week. He doesn't watch football. He picked these games without even looking, like just clicking. He's ranked number two locally and number seven nationally. He was Whoa. fourteen. Wait, what is this on? CBS Sports. No way. <laughs> There's like twenty-seven thousand people, and he's ranked seventh. Hold on. So does he have to pick just the winners or the winners and the scores and stuff? Uh, so it's you just pick the winners. It's not with the spread or anything. And then you, every Sunday night football game, you pick the you have to pick the final score. And he was, it was twenty one seventeen, right? Yeah, yeah. He picked twenty four seventeen. For wait, wait, for what game was that? The Rams Cowboys. Yeah, that yeah, that was. Uh, I think he hit it right on the head. Yeah, so he picked twenty four seventeen. That's why. Yeah, it's I was, okay. So it was, yeah, it was it was twenty seventeen that Cowboys Rams score. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, so your dad might have some good juju. Yeah. He's going to start an online following. Well, I mean, you should have gotten him for our, our buy or sell segment for the lines this week. Because, I mean, we'll get to it in a little bit. We're going to do week two NFL teams. But, I mean, your dad would probably be on the money for that if he has this kind of luck. Yeah, and if he said if he tries, it's not going to – it won't work out. Yeah, you <laughs> just got to – That's just, just true for all that. Like randomly. Yeah, if you if you think at all with betting, you just you you lose. You lose. You can't overthink it. Just go go with your heart. You either yeah, you either have to actually have some type of formula, like some of the like professional gamblers do, or you just have to literally just pick because they usually have some type of like math formula, right? That they follow. Yeah, like they'll look for certain trends from like teams and stuff like and that. Like, I don't, like a percentage of their their winnings from like the last time or something like that. Yeah, like like every they, time they win, they say like your unit should be like one percent of your bankroll. Like, there's I don't know. It's all that I didn't get deep enough into it to uh, really get how it works, and that's probably why I fucking sucked at it when I did it. So, what you don't bet anymore, Nick? No, no. Oh wow, really? I was gonna, I was just gonna I was just gonna ask if who bet on week one in the NFL. Nah, I mean I was actually I was at like last year. All I would do with the NFL is every Sunday I would put together like a four-team teaser, okay. and I did really well with it. But I, I, I don't know. Like I, I was so broke that like I didn't care about losing money, and like now I have a job, so like I'm not trying to give away that fucking money. Yeah, because you work hard for it. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to uh, ask who has the fantasy football team. Kyle, you had three. Four. Four. Okay. Four. Nick, you did fantasy football. Pat, you I'm a fucking wagon. Yeah, dude, I'm a wagon as well. I'm the only one with no team, so I, I just couldn't do it. I didn't, I didn't feel confident going into the season like that it was going to happen. And now it actually, you know, now I'm very confident that they're going to finish the season, so I'm kind of regretting that I, I didn't make a team. But 
Tell, tell me about your wagons, boys. You know, I dropped 128 <laughs> points first week without without PPR. Holy shit! Wow. That's well, insane. give us your lineup if you have it in front of you, or if you just remember some names. Yeah, I got um, I got Deshaun Watson's quarterback. Great. Um, my running backs are a little bit of a problem. I have Aaron Jones, but my second is Le'Veon Bell. So like, I'm trying to oh, dude, you'll figure be out, fine. Like, what? Those are two good running backs. No, Le'Veon sucks, dude. Yeah, Le'Veon blows. I and he's on IR team. now. Really? I was going to say, because in the Jets, there's no one else that's going to touch the football in that offense. But like, yeah, and the team sucks anyway, so it's like you can't put it all on him, I guess. But I mean, either he, way, then I have um, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, um, Devontae Parker, who's hurt now, but it's all right because I have John Brown. How many teams backups. are in the league? There's 12. Oh, wow. You have a pretty stacked team then. Yeah, man. yeah. They're a really stacked team. And um, who the fuck else? I have, like, Robbie Gould as my kicker, Saints defense. Um, so, yeah, who yeah, else? Sure. I had Al Lazard, who's, like, yeah. he's on the come up. He's the number two, number yeah, two receiver like for um, – We get it. You're stacked. Packers. You're stacked. We actually – Deshaun Watson did have this garbage time touchdown, so he may have screwed you over. Not screwed you over. No, he had 21. Yeah, but he, he was garbage time touchdowns, wasn't it? Garbage yeah, but I mean, for fantasy, like it doesn't. You don't care about like garbage time. Oh, no, of course not. I'm just saying, if he didn't get those garbage time touchdowns, you gotta hope he steps it up. Because I mean, he was playing the Chiefs, granted, but still. How about Kyle? What was your best? Your best team this week? Best team? This uh, week? My best team this week, uh, in the one of the four leagues, uh, PPR. I think I put up like one thirty or something like that. My, well, I didn't have a great week. I have Saquon I, in like on like uh, two of my teams, and yeah. What happened? Terrible. Dude, he had like six rushing yards, and then he had that one big pass play. But The Giants' offensive line is awful. It's, it might be worse than the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, it really very well might be. And Nick, your, your team good as well, apparently. You said also a wagon. Yeah, I put up 172 in PPR this week. Whoa. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God. What's your team? Just read it out. Uh, Josh Allen put up 31. Derrick Henry put up 16. Uh, Josh Jacobs put up 36. Chris Godwin put up 14. Terry McLaurin put up 11. Mark Andrews put up 22.8. Will Fuller put up 19.2. Bills D, Matt Prater. But I have Kenny Galladay, Cortland Sutton, DeAndre Swift, and J.K. Dobbins on my bench. So J.K. Dobbins on the bench is big. Yeah, if our, uh, if our buy or sell segment is any half as successful as your guys' fantasy team, Pat and Nick. You could be making people a lot of money. You could become bookies. Anyway, I should just be an NFL GM at this point, honestly. So. <laughs> right. Well, do you guys want to get into week one of the NFL? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it. All right, let's do. Let's do. Start off with the Eagles. Let's just start it. Let's just rip the bandaid right off. Not the result we were hoping for at all, guys. I mean, <laughs> it was. It was actually the exact opposite of what happened last year. Do you remember? I know I was with Pat at least. Nick, Kyle, you may have been there too. We were at the length opening kickoff versus the Redskins, and we go down. We're at Chickies and Pete's, and we're down 17 nothing early. And we're like, whoa, something's, something's wrong here. So at halftime, we rush back over to the hinky hole, and we say, that, that's the good juju. Hinky hole's good juju. And Carson Wentz leads a 17-point comeback, and we ultimately win the game. And now this year, we're up 17 nothing versus Washington in the first game of the season. And the juju just got reversed. We lost. There's a lot of things you could blame. Carson Wentz seemed to hold on the ball for a little bit too long. He got sacked eight times. That right right side line was terrible. 
you know, the whole line was very terrible. Set defense looked all right. I'm not really sold on the secondary just yet, but I mean, where where you guys want to go? Because I'm telling you, I said it last year or last week. I'm very nervous about this Eagles team, and after week one, my anxiety has just gone through the roof. I don't think it's that big of a deal yet. Ah, come on, man. I think, gotta, right. I think we're going to go like 5-11 and 11 if our offensive line doesn't get fixed. I said the same thing. And, okay, get this. Uh, pro football focus, the numbers just came out this morning. Jason Peters was ranked the worst left tackle in the NFL during week one. Like 40 I thought he played all right. Dude, he's so no, slow. No, I, I think apparently – I mean, I agree. Like nine pressures and four sacks. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, yeah. like the right side was god-awful too. I mean, we had fucking uh, – a. Uh, Jordan What's Lowe, it called? Rugby Mylotta. Yeah, rugby player. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Jack but... Driscoll, who's like way too fucking weak to play any lineman position. Now, listen, the good news for Eagles fans is that Lane Johnson comes back this week, hopefully, and also Miles Sanders. So, hopefully, the run game can get into working a little bit. And Barnett. And Barnett. Yeah, that's true, Nick. And Lane Johnson. Another bright spot for me. And I'm going to always publicly apologize to this person every time I mention his name. It's Jalen Rager. Now, he only had the one catch, but it was a 55-yarder. It totally just burned Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby's still as burnt as he was in Philadelphia. (laughs) Thank God we got rid of him. Yeah. Now, the other one, Carson Wentz overthrew him. So, that to me was the big bright spot is that Jalen Rager looked great. For you know, with as much criticism as we gave him on draft night, he looks. So really he's hard. our he's our number one, like because Deshaun Jackson barely played. Yeah, he didn't play. Uh, I don't want to see Alshon on the field. Sorry, am I the only one that doesn't want to see Alshon on the field? If, I mean, he might uh, be better than JJ. Like, I think it's a way to put him out there. Like, I'd rather just give JJ Arthega Whiteside the snaps. Like, Alshon. If I can't believe I'm saying that, but I agree with you. I can't yeah, believe Alshon that. will help you in the red zone, though. Like, he's still. I think he's still a good red zone threat. Yeah, but, like, we're, I don't know. I don't think we're winning the Super Bowl this year, and, like, I don't oh, think God. giving him snaps is worth it. Yeah, but I think regardless, uh, uh, Wentz doesn't even look at, at uh, Ortega Whiteside. Like, he doesn't even look his way at all. He, just, he, threw him to, he threw to him zero times last game. If, if I were the Eagles, I would have Rager. Ward, again, looked great. Ward is like a safety net. And yeah, Greg Ward's a good receiver. I like Greg also, Goddard looks incredible. Yeah. I think I, – I have something to say about that. I think that uh, Goddard is going to be our number one uh, tight end now. We trade in Ertz? I think, I think so, yeah. I think we should trade Ertz. Oh, my yeah, God. Get him the f- – I mean, I, I love Zach too. Ertz, but if, if, <laughs> you have, if your second tight end is just as good of a pass catcher, better after the catch, and a better run blocker than the guy that's due for a contract, get me a fucking left guard for the season. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Ertz, for the season. Ertz is great, but he's not worth Travis Kelsey money. No, I was thinking the same he can't thing. Block. Th- same yeah. thing, and he's not worth the Travis Kelsey money when you have a guy like Goddard, like what Nick yeah. just said. Goddard, he put up 101 yards, and he's ridiculous at the run block. He's he's just he looks huge. I he really looks fancy. <laughs> that's, dude, that's a smart pick. You should put him in a tight end every week. He's really, really good. Um, what was I going to say about that though? Is uh, he got Zach Ertz got in the argument with. Harry Roseman the other week over the contract dispute. Apparently, he was pretty vocal about it at a Novacare complex. I just don't see him winning that. Like, he's not going to, no. he, he can cry all he wants now. And I shouldn't say that because cry sounds a little harsh because I love Zach Ertz, Julia. It's like Philadelphia's mom and dad, but I just, I don't want to pay him. 
Not when we have Goddard. Sorry, man. Like, I could see another team using him. He shouldn't really be that pissed. I mean, the only reason he's probably pissed is because he likes it, being in Philly. But, like, he's going to go get paid a lot of money somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's definitely a top tight end in the league, without question. And he's got to understand that, like, it's not worth it for us considering how bad our, our cap room is right now. Yeah. Am I, but am I, am I the only one? This might be a bit of a hot take. I could honestly see Dallas Goddard being one of the best tight ends in football. He almost reminds me of Gronk. He just he's just a huge unit, good hands, good speed. The Gronk comparison might be a little might be. I think he's more break. like like I think if you're going to compare him to like one of those guys, it'd be more like Kittle. Like okay. I don't think he's as good of a block. Like Kittle's like probably one of the best blockers out yeah. of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's the best blocking tight end, and he might be the best blocker in the league. Okay, I'll grant. I think Kittle. Yeah, I think you're right. But like like the run after the catch, like the way they receive the ball, and they're both good run blockers. Is probably him. Like Travis Kelsey's like pretty much a receiver. And, like, yeah. Ertz is kind of like a Jason Witten, like, security blanket, like, shields people off of his body. Right. I think, okay, the Kittle comparison is probably better than mine. Regardless, we're giving him very high praise to comparing him to either of those guys. I'm, I hope I'm not the only one who believes that is the case. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, like, even if it's not this year, like, the next – like, within the next year, this year and next year, he's going to be looked at as one of the top and then – He'll probably stay that way for four or five years. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I kind of just went through a list of bullet points, but Kyle, you said, you said like you could see them going five and 11, the Eagles. Yeah. What worries you most and what are you most optimistic for? And we, uh, after week one. Um, well, Lane Johnson's going to be back and that's huge. Cause <laughs> if that's what you're most optimistic about, I think that's big though. I mean, no, that's no, huge. It is. It is. But the, I mean, the offensive line is still going to get eaten alive. Like Aaron Donald's might, or Aaron Donald might like eat Russell Wilson or Carson Wentz. Wilson, Carson Wentz. Nate yeah. Airbig was at was one of the highest rated offensive linemen last week. Who was that, Nick? Air, Nate Herbig. Herbig. Okay. Herbig. Oh, yeah. Herbig. He was playing right guard, right? Yeah, he was like one of the top rated uh, guards. I think. See, like, I don't get these ratings now. Like, they just. <laughs> you know, you in the Pro Football Focus, you're not into them. Like these analytic ratings, like they just don't make much sense. I mean, I, I don't know. Listen, man. If it's if it's in favor of like my the thing I want, I always just run with the numbers. But if it's the mm-hmm. other, if it's you know, that's what everyone. Yeah, does. If the numbers are that, are yeah. good for your argument, like I oh, you can't believe the numbers. <laughs> I mean, you guys remember what happened? Like with uh, was it Alshon or or Aguilar last year? They're like he's actually one of the best fourth quarter guys ever. Like oh, it was Alshon? We talked Alshon, about that. Yeah. And it's like was he though? Like how? <laughs> yeah, we had that. We had, remember we brought that up on the list. And we're like, why? Can you explain that? <laughs> what is Alshon doing on this list? He's injured. Because happened. in like the two games he played, he scored in like the fourth quarter. <laughs> he caught like touchdowns and then yeah, like he like didn't play the rest of the year. Oh, <laughs> so his averages Alshon's were like super hot. For yeah. <laughs> I, but anyway, what was your big worry, Nick? Or, or, yeah, Kyle. Sorry. Excuse me. So, uh, offensive line. Okay. I mean, I think it was secondary. Like Darius Slay looked real good. He pretty they much looked good. They looked long. good, but I wasn't ready to like. Yeah, no, I'm not ready to buy in 100% on the secondary. Who, who got burnt? Someone still got burnt. Um, I forget who it was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, but Craig James is now out as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's one of our starting corners, I think. Okay, well, anyway. Uh, how about you, Nick? What it takes from week one? Uh, I don't know. Like, it, it was a terrible game. They played awful, but I'm not r- – I'm not like panicked about it just because they didn't have a pre like they didn't play anybody besides themselves for four weeks. You have two rookie receivers taking a ton of snaps. Like they're trying to keep Deshaun healthy for the whole year, which 
I think is good. Ease them into it. But, I mean, they just need to build chemistry. Like, that offensive line, especially – like, they never played together before, and then they had injuries during the game. So, then they have new pieces in, and they've definitely never played together before. So, it's just tough to get in sync that way. Hopefully, they can, you know, at least get a a set line for a couple games. They can get some chemistry together. And then the receivers and uh, Carson are – I mean, when it comes to Rager and Hightower, like – they're only going to get better with time. So, you know, I mean, I think Rager is going to be good. Hightower, who knows, but it can't get any worse. So, I don't know. I'm not too worried. Like, I think their defense looked all right. If we, and I, I think what Carson, like, we lost that game because of two picks that he threw. And I just don't think that's going to happen that often. He doesn't throw a ton of picks. Okay. Yeah, I just think he so, needs to get rid of the ball quicker or just throw the ball away if there's like stuff. There was that one, that one uh, sack, right? Yeah. That one sack was really bad, but like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's tough. Like he should get rid of the ball quicker, but like if he has a good offensive line, like does he really need to? So it's, it's tough, but no, no, they got to start rolling them out. I don't want to be this rainy cloud that keeps the peeps pouring down this pessimistic viewpoint. But the next seven weeks until the bye week, we get the Rams, tough game. Cincinnati, winnable, winnable. Even though they actually didn't look that bad with Burrow and week scrappy. one. Scrappy. Yeah, scrappy. San Francisco, tough game. Pitt, tough game. Baltimore, tough game. Giants, winnable. Dallas, winnable but tough game. Yeah, that's a tough game. So that's who, that's who out of made this schedule. What the fuck? That, like, that, that's five out of the next seven that are going to be tough. And then after the bye week, we get two easy ones with the Giants and Cleveland. Those are both winnable games. And then we go through a really tough stretch: Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, and then I mean I don't, and then Arizona, Dallas, Washington. But it's we don't have an easy schedule. I mean, the next couple six with seven weeks, five of them are going to be tough. We get two easy ones, and then we go into that gauntlet of Seattle, Green Bay, and New Orleans, which it, it, it's just really tough. I, to be honest, I just can't see this. I think we're going to beat the Rams. Yeah, Doug Peterson undefeated is going to stay undefeated against Sean McVay. Like, I, I watched them. I watched that game against the Cowboys last week. I, th- I think our offense – I mean, I think Carson's going to be a lot better. And I – I think what they do offensively kind of plays into our defense's hand now. Like, it's all based off the run game. And if they can't establish – like, we get Hargrave back this week who practiced for the first time today. We get him back. They're not going to be able to run on us easy. Sure. It's going to be hard to get that going. So My my worry with L.A. is that Aaron Donald's going to get to Wentz at will, and then he's going to – Wentz will throw to, like, Jalen Ramsey or something, and he'll have a couple interceptions. That's my worry next week. Yeah, I yeah I could see that, but having Miles Sanders back would be nice. Get some swing passes out to him and shit like that. Who knows? And I I always say that there's a couple games. I mean, I just read that we have a tough tough looking schedule ahead. Or yeah, tough is the right word, I guess. But I always say there's always one or two games every NFL season that you're not supposed to win, and then you end up winning. But there's also one or two generally that you lose that you were supposed to win. So, Nick, um, I kind of agree with you. Hopefully. Hopefully we can uh, get a win on next week, but uh, I'm a little pessimistic. Anyway, let's let's uh, talk about what else we have during the week one NFL. What do you guys? What stood out to you guys? I'll tell you what stood out to me. I picked the 49ers last year for my buy or sell segment. Their last week, I keep saying last year, last week for buy or sell for the over under. They lost to Arizona, so that that might not be looking as good. I'm not sure if that's a credit to Arizona or a uh, detriment to 
San Francisco. But mm-hmm. let's start to you guys in week one, some, some teams. We, let's, you know, let's start down in that uh, South Division with the Tampa Bay-New Orleans matchup. Brady's first game in Tampa Bay. Starts off with a touchdown. Looks really, really good to start. And then, of course, the powerhouse of New Orleans. Comes back and they kind of win the game pretty easily. Are you guys worried about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after week one? I think Brady is uh... – I don't think he's like going to get better than he was last year. You know what I mean? Right. And he wasn't even that good. Like he probably was, you could say he was bad last year. Yeah, he was bad last year. So like the Max Kellerman cliff theory was true last year. No, they have all these like no, weapons no, 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 on no. offense, right? Yes, it was Kyle. No, cause that's not falling off a cliff. That's him gradually just going down. Like well, he's, he's had, a, sl- he's sl- had, he's had okay. a gradual decline. He hasn't fallen off a cliff. What do you well, like these? Decline? What are you doing he's when got you're all these decline? weapons, right? You're not oh, falling off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, go ahead, Pat. Make your point. <laughs> he's got all these weapons, right? And he can't get them to the ball, get the ball to them over like five yards. So what are they going to do? Just run slants the the whole game? I mean, right. I mean, I, I still think they're going to be a pretty good team. And Leonard Fournette sucks. You think so? <laughs> What's a hot yeah, take? dude. He had like one yard in that game. Well, he dude, he just learned that he just got there like a week yeah. ago. He That's just got true, there. But... Yeah. So I'm hoping he's like still learning the playbook and just learning. Maybe he's just a little bit confused, but I mean, he got cut by like, that's cause yeah, I think it was, it's not that good. Yeah, wasn't, he asked, wasn't it? The yeah, I don't think they got, I don't think they got along. They paid him and then there's some, and yeah. he didn't get some weird thing with money. I think they didn't get along. That's the point. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they'll be fine. I think new Orleans is going to win that division now pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Just after seeing how they handled Tampa Bay that easily. And then I think it goes Tampa Bay. Then maybe uh, Carolina. Who's always the last? Uh, the Atlanta. Yeah, and I don't see Atlanta in the Falcons look Carolina. good. I don't see I don't see them gonna being better than Tampa Bay though. Just yet. I know Tampa Bay lost, but Mm-mm. I just don't see them being better than Tampa Bay with all that firepower that Tampa Bay has. Who who did Atlanta play? They played the Seahawks. They lost thirty eight twenty five. But I think they were up though, um, like early in the game, and then they just let the Seahawks come back. Yeah, no, they put a little bit of pressure on Russell Wilson at first too. I don't think the Falcons are a threat. They've been like dead since the twenty-eight to three. They haven't been the same. Yeah, but Kyle, really Kyle before we move on, let's let I want to get your take on Brady and all them down in Tampa Bay. Are you are you a little nervous? Uh, no, because I think Brady just needs to like learn the system better. Is this it's his back. first new system in twenty years, and he didn't have really an off season to. Work. The question I should ask is after week one, what you saw against New Orleans and in their division, do you see them winning the NFC? A no. lot of people pick them. You know, no. a lot, or you know, a lot of people had believed in them with all the firepower they have on offense, mm-hmm. and then Bruce Arians coach and defense. But no, I didn't even think that. I thought the I thought the Saints were going to win the division. Still, okay, I, I was kind of confident. I was almost. I did believe that they had a chance to make a run after this week. I don't really think so. And speaking of which, let's talk about his former team, New England Patriots, Cam Newton. They look great. Granted, they're they're, they're playing Miami. Who who know who knows what's gonna be in Miami? I know Kyle's a big Miami guy, he loves to head coach, but they're not they haven't been great for a long time. New England played them, they look fantastic. Now Bill Belichick to me is like Gordon Ramsay, where he just he gets whatever ingredients he has in his refrigerator. Eggs, bacon, hand, like whatever you can get, and he just throws together something great. That's what makes Bill Belichick stand out because he doesn't have the it's not like a ridiculous New England team. I mean, but he has these pieces, and he's like, okay, let's just see what I can get from these ingredients, and I'm going to make something delicious out of it. Are you guys yeah. 
Is it, does the AFC still run through uh, New England and Kansas City? I suppose. I think it just it runs through Kansas City. Okay, take yeah. Kansas City out of it. Is New England? Is New England still have a chance at the Super Bowl run? Yeah, uh, no. I don't know. I don't They're missing so. like half their defense this year, and they still like they have Cam, which is great, and they used him, I guess, as good as you can. But they don't have a lot of offensive weapons still. What What's the line for Cam MVP? I don't know. I put a bet on it though. Oh, did but, you? Yeah, I put like it was ten to win. I guess it was plus sixty five hundred. It was ten to win six fifty. Wow, good for you, Kyle. Yeah, good for you. Man. That's a that's a good pick. Sneaky little pick. Yeah, it was like the day he signed. I placed the bet. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, that's when you should have done it because the line. I think it's only gonna go. Uh, you're gonna not yeah. gonna be as good as your line. So, but I don't know. Russell Wilson's looking good. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, I mean, he always is in contention. And you know who else looked ridiculous after, uh, again, the Ravens. Again, they're playing the oh, Browns. Yeah. They just absolutely destroyed the Browns. And now it's time. Baker Mayfield better step up. He's going to be subjected to a lot of crit- criticism in the coming weeks if he does not step You Six this points is for his job. Like, this six, is basically six. for his job. If he does not play good this season, they're probably going to have to move on. It, like, there has there has to be some sort of curse in Cleveland that they just can't get a quarterback to work out. I mean, his offense is is sick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got yeah. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. They just brought in Austin Hooper. Yeah, and go uh, for, uh, what's his face to the tight end. <laughs> anyway, Austin Hooper. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Um, like. Oh, oh, their running back is Nick Chubb. Like he's yeah. got the and he's got Kareem the guys Hunt. and Kareem Hunt and Kareem Hunt. <laughs> like he's got all the guys. He's got to do something with it, that and, I, like, and he just hasn't proven anything. Stephen A. made a point where he's like, "F those teammates, they're probably thinking to themselves like, I'm not getting worse. Like there's no way I'm getting worse. Like it's all on Baker because those guys were all really really good before they got to Cleveland, and somehow all those pieces they can't put it together in Cleveland. You so think Odell's going to get traded? My yes, they said off. they want to trade him, or they wanted to trade him. I know there was rumors about it. Do I think it happens? Is I think it depends on how Cleveland does. I mean, he doesn't get targets, so like, what's the point of having him? I guess. Yo, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we heard. Yeah, you. I know you. Had to, I know you lagged out a little bit, Nick. But now you're back and you're you're mobile on the phone. So if Nick's audio's a little weird. It's just because he's on his phone. He's joining us via phone. We 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 make things happen here at Solid Rollers. We we go through. <laughs> we go to great lengths to give you guys content. But um, anyway, yeah, Baker Mayfield's got to step up and put it together. And Odell Beckham, I could see him going, just because he doesn't get targets. I think. How was their offensive line in Cleveland? I'm not, I'm not really familiar with their team. I don't team think other it's than, that good. Okay, other than you know yeah. the big weapons, I don't think it's very good. To me, to win a Super Bowl, it starts with the offensive line, uh, the quarterback, and then the, the defensive line. To me, I think you need the two lines and the quarterback. And if they don't, I don't think they have their quarterback or offensive line from the sound of it. So, yeah, maybe. what do they say about controlling the line in football? They're like, that's, you yeah, control that's, that's the trenches. You know, it's one of the trenches. So, and they say defense wins championships. Their defense, I guess, I think it's gotten worse actually over the past couple of years. They used to add a couple of good guys on that defense. I think I don't think it's as good as it used to be. So, Cleveland probably probably looking like another rebuild, unfortunately for them. <laughs> I would like to see Odell. What if Odell came to the birds? Would you guys like that? Yeah. I think we said this yeah. the other week. We uh, weeks, not the other week, like months ago. I think we all were in favor of having Odell on the team. But the thing is, they, I don't they know. want another tight end. No, oh, yeah, they're taking Eric. They want another yeah, expensive I mean, tight end. I would. The Cleveland needs an O line, though. I think O line and a quarterback. 
although I could be totally wrong about the O-line again. Um, just looking at the final scores of last week's game, Burrow, of course, feel bad for you, Joe Burrow, because you led that comeback in the fourth quarter and your kicker missed a field goal. And the Tennessee, the Monday, was that Monday night or Sunday night? It's Gostowski missed four field goals. Sorry yeah, to Steven Gostowski okay. fantasy over owners around the, uh, around the world, but and apparently we are, apparently we are guys. I say around the world because we are a global podcast now. I sent you guys a picture in the group chat. Listeners oh, yeah. are Ireland, Germany, Italy. We're going global, boy. So, <laughs> ciao hi, to all of our European listeners, everybody. But, yeah, keep yes, going. Yes. I love you. Our international listeners, you are the reason I wake up in the morning. I love you. <laughs> That's right. This, we do it for you guys. If you but, want to come to Pennsylvania, you yeah. may sleep in my house if you would like. <laughs> Be careful with that. You sound like an NFL head coach calling into Sports Center. Yeah, you definitely. Sound, the audio definitely sounds funky, Nick, but it's okay. Uh, I think the top teams after the first week in the NFL: Chiefs, Packers got to be up there. New Orleans has to be up there. Seattle has to be up there. And uh, I don't know who my last team would be, but Texans. Wait, did you say Houston? Yeah. Did you say the Ravens? I oh the Ravens. I would be yeah. there. I said Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, New Orleans, and then the Ravens. Yeah, those oh, the top Texans looked like shit. They, looked they, they didn't look that good, yeah. Horrible. Yeah, so I, I think they'll step it up, though. They, they had to go against Kansas City. Although that drama with Bill O'Brien could lead to something. But while we're still in the NFL, unless – you know, I'm going to – before I get ahead of myself like I always do, I always have to stop myself in my tracks in this show. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about from week one? Uh, I'm just looking at the scores, but okay, nothing like crazy. Hey, the, I mean the Bears won, so yeah, Mr. Bears won won me. They were losing my Sunday betting wise. They were losing. Yeah, fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah fourth but quarter uh, comeback, baby. I I'm I'm still rooting for Nick to come in there. Nick Foles to come in and lead Chicago to a little run there. The Let Raiders the, actually won. Oh yeah, I saw that against, uh, but that was also a close game, wasn't it? Yeah, four point mm-hmm. win against Panthers. And then who do they play next? They play. I think they play the Saints this week. So that's a good test for Gruden and company. But let's now go to week two. It's time for everyone's favorite segment of the show, at least my favorite new segment. I'm not sure about you guys. Buy or sell. If you guys didn't listen last week, buy or sell is our new betting segment. We're going to buy a line, sell a line. The play, play in the words, boys. Seller, dwellers, buy or sell. So I put the link in the chat, guys. Open the link up for the week two lines for NFL and just tell me what stands out to you. And let's hopefully win our audience a little bit of money if they trust our opinion at all. The Eagles were favorites against the Rams, four-point favorites, and now they are uh, Rams are actually one-point favorites, so not looking too good. Let's look right now. Kyle, anything stand out to you, buddy? Yeah, uh, it's, like, it's a tease. It's the Niners and the Cardinals, because then you do that, you only need to – Niners to win by one or by two, and you only need the Cardinals to win the game. Okay. So that, and the Niners are playing the Jets, and the Cardinals are playing the Washington football team. So neither of those teams can lose. I would love to do like a parlay. The Saints beat the Raiders, and the Seahawks beat the Patriots, and then Baltimore beats Houston. That's my three-team parlay. I just think that's a – they're all they're all pretty competitive games, so the lines aren't huge difference. And I think if you got that parlay, go win yourself some money. And they're you know, they're favorable. Yeah, Baltimore beating Houston that could happen. 
I said Kansas City, right? Or no, I said Seattle. Excuse me. Seattle beating New England. That could be a close game. I see it happening. And then uh, I see New Orleans beating Vegas. So that's my little three-team parlay. All favorites I picked. But you can win yourself some money that way if the parlay. So that's my buy or sell segment of the week. Pat, you. Um, I'm looking here. I think I'm going to buy the Panthers to beat the Bucks. Okay. All right. That's they're, a, uh, they're plus 350 the Car- right now. That's the Carolina Owls you're talking about, by the way, not the Carolina Panthers. All those oh, that's right. Out. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, and uh, Matt Rule, head coach. Uh, there's a million on the P.J. Walker, backup quarterback. There's a million Carolina. You know Robbie Anderson balled out uh, last game. Yeah, did you see yeah. that segment? Uh, they had him mic'd up when he was like the mascot <laughs> was dancing, the pa- the Panthers mascot. He's like, what's that bear? And they're like, bear? He's like, oh, Panther. Sir Purr, Sir Purr. That was so funny. That was like a very good moment from Robbie Anderson, <laughs> t- former Temple alum. So what, wait, Pat, what? I oh, had a spread two? that I like too. Okay, go ahead. Give me the spread. I like the Falcons plus four and a half. Who are the Falcons playing? I got to look. Cowboys. Oh, Dallas. Okay. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's a pretty good spread. So you see that. I can see that happening. Yeah, I can see them winning that game, to be honest with you. I also like the Bengals plus six and a half because the Browns aren't – I don't think they're beating anyone by seven, and the Bengals play a lot of close games. That's and another I like, one. Yeah, I, I like yeah. both your picks there. Bang, I could see the Bengals definitely – might even go like a little bit on the Bengals money line. I mean – Yeah, I like, I I like that yeah. a lot. I like that a lot. I'm trying to look here. I'm just looking at – Nick, I know you're driving, so you can't really uh, – Really take time to look at these bets right now, but I got that. Point. I got oh. that. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Phone in. Hello. Call. Where, where, right. Let's mean, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines. Nick from yeah. Pennsylvania. Here you go. What's going on? It's Nick from <laughs> South Philly. Uh, I'm calling in because I'm really liking the Bengals money line Thursday night. <laughs> And then on Sunday, I'm thinking I'm taking the fucking birds minus one at home at the link. No fans. We got those air horns, baby. Who's <laughs> money line? Cash it in. All right, that that's our phone phone caller from South Philly. Uh, those are two good lines. I mean, so we, we've kind of a Nick was the only one that went for the birds, the hometown team, but he also agreed with the other line we gave you earlier. So that's going to conclude our buy or sell segment for this week. Always like doing that, guys. That, that's been a lot of fun so far. I think that's a good little addition to the show. Anything, let's move on to sports, though. NBA, playoffs, game seven last night. That was September 15th. Nuggets, again, come back from three to one against the heavily favored Los Angeles Clippers. Second time that Denver has done that this playoffs. First against Utah, came back from three one. Now came back against uh, the Clippers three one. And now they have a matchup against LeBron James and Anthony Davis and those formidable Los Angeles Lakers. Guys, where do you want to start? The matchup versus the Lakers or the break or the downfall for the Clippers? I think you got to talk about the downfall. I think you got to talk about the downfall. Too. I think. Um, go, ahead, go ahead, Pat. I'll let so you a friend of mine, a friend of mine, uh, was you know how like there's always like this debate is Kawhi the best player in the NBA? Yes. And then people always like right. get mad because you know everyone says LeBron stuff like that. And uh, so after Kawhi lost, he was like, he was saying, "Watch the throne," right? Right. Well, I think watch the throne is right. Because Prince Murray's coming to take it. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they wow. better look out, dude. They got a solid team. They have a really, really good team all yeah. around. Play like, I mean, with how good Jamal Murray's playing, if he can continue to play like that, Jokic just is really good. I Hold think they might have a better overall team than the Lakers. Hold on a second. 
Are you saying to me that the Nuggets won this series or that the Clippers lost it? The Clippers, they, they definitely lost it. I mean, like, they were up 3-1. So, like, they you, were can't, up, you can't up, argue that, I don't think. And they were up double digits in those three closeout games, I believe. That could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were up double digits in each of their three closeout games, and they could never seal the deal. You're right, though, about that Jamal Murray point, dude. That, he, he's legit. He's legit. Now, I'm pretty sure he was taking the same draft as Ben Simmons. But I always remember that draft. I was so high on Jamal Murray. I knew we weren't going to get him, but I was like, Jamal Murray is going to be really, really good. And he balled out, had the historic Utah series, 40-point games, 50-point games, and then leading this comeback. He had 40 last night in Game 7. After, by the way, last year's Game 7 against uh, Portland, was it? I think it was Portland, right? They lost on their home floor. Yeah. 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 He had an abysmal Game 7. He comes back this year, balls out, comes back from 3-1 to one against Utah, and then balls out in this series, comes back 3-1 to one against the favorite Clippers. So, shout-out to Jamal Dude, Murray. he's literally been going balls out since that video came up on Instagram. Yeah, I know, of his girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, won't get, we won't get into the expletive stuff. The expletive Ever since stuff. then, he's been going – he's been, like, really confident, good. I mean, his confidence has to be through the roof after that video. Has to Wait, what's the video? I honestly don't know. It was what the video it was his girlfriend. Like he just you know he accidentally he posted to, a sex tape on yeah. his Instagram. Oh. Uh, Lies. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember. Okay, no, yeah. No. And, and his girlfriend's pretty attractive, so I think people are saying gas up Jamal Murray, and I think he's he's bought into it himself now. He's been balling out, but well, keep the actual away. You know, we are a family podcast here at the Cellar Dwellers. <laughs> but anyway, I would like to say now officially, I don't want to hear any arguments that LeBron James isn't the best player in the NBA. None. Giannis got knocked out early. That was ridiculously embarrassing. I know he was injured a little bit. Miami, they should, really should have swept them. Miami really should have swept the Bucs. And then Kawhi, Kawhi and then Paul George, all them, like, you lose a 3-1 lead against, you know, in the, in the playoffs. Like, it, I, can, I just can't do it anymore. I, I, can't, I can't believe Kawhi was that bad. No, he wasn't bad. He was yeah, bad. Yeah, the last bad, game, game, he seven, shot, he shot like game 20%. Game seven, he was bad. Other games, he, he, he did put up some decent numbers. More than decent. He put up good numbers. In the most important game, he was terrible. That's right. Now, where was this last year, Kawhi Leonard? Remember that game seven against the Philadelphia 76ers you had up there in Toronto, Canada? And you just ripped my heart out? Where was that? Why couldn't you give me that game seven performance last night? No more Battle of LA. I know I said last week I wanted the easiest path for LeBron James, which I thought at the time was the Nuggets. Might not be the Nuggets anymore, man. That's a scrappy team. But I also did want to see the Battle of LA. I mean, you can't be a basketball fan and say you didn't want to see that battle. And now it's just – I mean, it got taken from us. But I think the series is going to be exciting with the Nuggets and the Lakers. And another exciting series will be Miami and Boston. We'll get to that one in a second. But what do you guys preview for Lakers-Nuggets? Lakers in five. Wow! Whoa, five. Yeah, I want to hear your reasoning behind this because I mean, we just seen, we just saw them cut. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, they were within one game of getting eliminated in five. Because that means at some point, if it was a five, choked. if it was a five-game series, at some point, Lakers would be up three to one. At some point, yeah. Yeah. so we've seen them come back from three one two two times now. So five of them to say is a little risky pick for this Nuggets. Those those guys don't like the three one. LeBron. Line. It's not letting a team come back from 3-1. That's – it's LeBron. He He's one of – now, I think – I saw something today. Kobe, Kawhi, KD, Steph, all those guys have blown 3-1 leads now. So, 
Yeah, and I think I mean I think Anthony Davis can do a good job on Jokic. Like I think he can neutralize him somewhat. So you have to send double teams. So like you won't they won't have to send double teams at him like the Clippers were doing all game and let Jokic just get assists to like Jamal Murray on the outside for three. They're not gonna be able to do that. I, I I do agree with you. I was just having a little bit of fun with you, the three line thing. I I actually agree with you hundred percent. I pick Lakers. Yeah. I pick Lakers in five. I don't yeah. I see LeBron like LeBron is law who do they play in the first round if you do we remember? Blazers. We, yeah, the Lakers. The Rockets in the second yeah. round. Yeah, the Blazers. Oh, they played the Blazers, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you said the the Rockets for some reason. Or the Lakers. I mean oh. the Lakers played the Blazers. They lost that game one really, really badly. And then we were like, oh, the, you know, the Blazers could win. I, at least I thought so. And then they lose game one against the Rockets. I had some – everyone had some hype around the Rockets. And then they go on win in five, win in five both series. I could see them maybe losing a game, especially game one against the Nuggets, just until LeBron like has to figure out his little game plan for them. And then I could see them, LeBron and AD just taking over and winning four games. Pat, give me a preview for the series, man. What, at least I think pick. after my hype up, I have to go with Nuggets. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> No, don't 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 be ridiculous. Just because you gassed him up. Let's use ridiculous though. Is it ridiculous? I mean, I think everyone thought that. Not everyone. Not everyone. No, no. Everyone but I think a lot of people thought that the Clippers were a better team than the. Everybody the picked oh, the Clippers. They were. Everybody well, picked the Clippers. It's not ridiculous. Showed up. Yeah. So the Nuggets are better than the Clippers. No. No, we. I mean, we. Just, you just got I done mean, saying that the Clippers. Lost. You just got done saying that the Clippers lost that series. So if they lost, I said that, that they, they lost that series just because they were up three-one. But it doesn't take away from anything that the Nuggets did. Of course not. But they're up three-one. They really should have won that series. And they were up double digits in every one of the games. I know I am kind of taking things away, like that. The Nuggets won fair and square, man. The, that Clippers team was loaded. It was absolutely loaded. I think. It would have been tougher for the Lakers to play the Clippers, to be honest. Yeah, I'm saying that. I saying I know. I'm saying I shouldn't. I shouldn't discredit the Nuggets, especially after what they've done this season or this playoff run. But I think the Clippers were the Lakers' toughest, toughest matchup from one through five. The matchups. The matchup. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll go Lakers in six. Okay. But, I think um, AD guards Jokic pretty well. They're not going to be able to cover AD at all. Not pretty I think, well. I think the only reason is because. Players, young players, still get scared of LeBron in playoffs. Yeah, and I, I think LeBron will—he's like very intimidating yeah. for some reason Ooh, for all the young the guys. I think LeBron can handle Jamal Murray. Like, he, if he has to guard Murray, he'll guard Murray pretty easily. Davis is going to lock down Jokic. I don't see Jokic being nearly as effective as he was versus the Clippers. That's so true. Like, Clippers. Who's their center? Zubac. She's not like Zubac a, and Montrose Harrell. Montrose Harrell. Montrose Harrell is pretty Montrose short, right? He did win sixth man of the year. Credit to Marco Cero, but he's no Anthony Davis. He's no Anthony Davis. I see the Lakers just the LeBron and AD double-headed serpent, whatever you want to call him, you know, two-headed monster. I think it's just going to be too much for the Denver. And like you said, there is kind of a lot of pressure when you go up against LeBron and AD in the playoffs. I don't think the Nuggets are scared. I just don't see the Lakers losing this series. Especially the Lakers are playing for something, too. They're playing for Kobe. So, yeah. I think they're, they're just going to walk through the finals at this point. I think like I, there's they're not going to have a problem with whoever comes out of the East. Is the NBA rigged for LeBron James? 
No, you want to want to be. I'm just messing around. This is the, I'm just doing a tinfoil hat. It's been a while since we had a tinfoil hat theory, no. boys. And I mean, I mean, yeah. If you're gonna make, I want to get behind that the like, NBA is rigged. I, I mean, I think it's rigged in the sense that I don't know because if it was rigged, they would have definitely done the battle that way. Like that would have happened. Or they would just give it so LeBron gets another championship. And I'm just saying, it was just a little tinfoil hat theory. But. I think we can definitely say now that as far as the East goes, that the Bucks are. I mean, I've. Obviously, it was all about the Bucks, but um, the Bucks are not a championship team right now. By the way, thank you for bringing that up, Pat. I believe that you owe Mr. Sambella yeah. $5 now. <laughs> I don't think we forgot about that. Don't I'll give it to him on Saturday. Okay, yeah. I, don't know, I was going to say, don't think we forgot about this, but yeah. Oh, Pat, unfortunately, you lost your bet. The Bucks did not come out of the East. Nick took the field, so Nick Nick got a little bit of extra money out of your pockets there. Nick, are you with us or no? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, congratulations on your, on your win, Nick, or against Pat and that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's go to the East now that we talked about it. Obviously, Heat beat Milwaukee. I think – have we had an episode since then? Maybe not. Heat really handled Milwaukee very easily. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Our Miami Heat – handled Milwaukee very easily, and now our Heat are taking on our rival, the Boston Celtics in the playoffs. And our all-star center, Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo with a fantastic block, wins game one in overtime for the Miami Heat. That was like one of the best blocks I've ever seen. Not does it? Well, yeah, that, it yeah. kind of was. It kind of was yeah. one of the best blocks. The yeah, only one I thought was better than that LeBron. in recent me- – Yeah, LeBron's game seven. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Someone was saying, yeah, oh yeah, that's that's probably the best block ever. Magic Johnson said that was the best play he ever saw on defense in the playoffs. I was like, Magic yeah. Johnson, you don't you remember LeBron James? Yeah, all due respect, it was game one of a round. Now it was a tougher game. block. It was definitely more challenging to pull off, but it's not game seven of the finals. Yeah, Magic Johnson. I don't know if it was tougher because, like, with LeBron, he had to he had to chase him down, right? That, yeah, but I mean, meeting Tatum, meeting someone at the rim, I think is probably tougher than chase down. His block. hand was like bent back all the way, like. It didn't, but, it didn't look like it was physically possible yeah. for him. And I've never blocked someone in a basketball game, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that the LeBron block was ridiculous. Like if you saw the ground he made up, it was ridiculous. Mm. I'm still giving LeBron the edge in that. All credit to our All Star Center. You guys are forgetting LeBron's block against Tiago Splitter in garbage time. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was another ridiculous block. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to this. They were down by like thirty. <laughs> Let's get to this Boston statement block. Yeah, let's get to this Boston Miami series. I want to get everybody's picks for this one, and I hope I hope we're all on the same page here. I'm picking our Miami Heat in six games. Miami and my our Miami Heat with our All Star Jimmy Butler, our our superstar Jimmy Butler, and our All Star center Bam Adebayo, and our two shooters Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. I think our guys are going to lead us to the finals and give us the party that we deserve. I agree. Uh, Kyle, Pat, Pat, go ahead. You, you go ahead. I think, I think Miami in seven. Um, it's, it's hard to say like these teams are very evenly matched, but I think Jimmy Butler's experience gives him a slight edge. They have Iguodala's experience, Spolster's experience, Butler's experience. They got a lot more. I mean, I know the Boston credit to them. They did make the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of years ago with Isaiah Thomas. So they have a couple guys that have been there. But I just think the championship caliber and culture down in Miami. Not that Boston doesn't have it. I also think Jalen Brown is going to fold at some point. 
I don't think he's that good. Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? Jalen Brown. Not Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum's really good. But I don't think Jalen Brown's as good as he's been playing. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, he's an all-star, borderline all-star in my opinion. But, again, the playoffs, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Anything can happen. You can kind of zero in on guys. So, who knows? Uh, How do you play in game one? I don't even remember. I know Tatum had a hell of a game. Tatum had a really good game. I don't know about Brown. Okay. Well, so you got Miami in seven. Our Miami Heat. You have to say that. Our Miami Heat. Ah, that's our little – and then, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, I'm taking our Heat in seven. Okay. <laughs> right, we're, wow. we're, we're so evenly matched with the Celtics, but I think we have, like, the edge with Andre Iguodala. I kind of just have to – I kind of just have to root against the Celtics. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Boston. Boston sports fans, they're, they're, they're really good fans. They're like – they're like Philly fans almost in a the sense. They're tough. They're really passionate. But I hate your teams. I hate your teams. Fans, are, you're great fans. But your teams are absolutely garbage. Aren't they racist? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take that back. They're, aside from the racism, they're passionate also. They're not as racist as Utah. Yeah, they're not. The racism. Oh, it's hard to be as racist as Utah. Obviously, racism is bad, but I just call them great fans. Now I feel like an idiot. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for that. Or, I mean, Kansas City, like, no, that's, that's on Monday Night Football. Let's move on to what else do you guys want to talk about? I know there's a big UFC fight going on this weekend, Pat. Uh, I think it's this weekend, at least. Let's, let me check the date on this. Uh, oh, yeah, it is this weekend. It's Tyron Woodley, Colby Covington. There's a couple good fights, so I'm really looking forward to that fight. That's a, what is Adesanya? Is that next week? I think the week after, yeah. Uh, they, damn, it feels like they've been hyping that up forever. And just That's September it. September 27th. September 27th, but yeah. The fight's this weekend. I mean, you, you know Colby Covington, Pat. You, we always think he's really funny. So mm. he's, he's always posting these weird videos with the the girls. Like they're, they're totally scripted. But yeah, he's a hell, hell, hell of a fighter and – Huge rivalry with Tyron Woodley. When Tyron was the champion, Colby called him out. So that's going to be a really, really good fight. That uh, The guy who won those two fights in 10 days, he's fighting on this card. Cowboy Cerrone's back after fighting Anthony Pettis and Conor McGregor's last two fights. So great card, up top to bottom. I think uh, Johnny Walker, I think is his name, he's fighting as well. So there's a couple of pretty big names on this card if you're a fight fan. It's a free one, I think, on ESPN or ESPN+. Plus. So if you're a fight fan, I definitely tune in to watch this one. Going to be a great UFC event. I'm not going to miss it, but I don't think you guys really know much about these fighters, so we won't we won't spend too much time on that. What what do you guys want to talk about? What's new and exciting in hockey? Dallas Stars, Pat. We'll be still yeah, happy good. Here. I mean, they beat the beat. Doby is the uh, is their savior. Yeah, they beat Vegas. I don't know who Doby is, but Kidovin. Oh, okay, Kidovin. their goalie. Okay, yeah, but they I mean, call him Doby, like, uh, and he has like he has Doby the elf on his uh, on oh, his mask. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, he, they beat Vegas, who was the number one seed going into it, and I'm sure Nick, if he can join, I think us we back, picked that, didn't we? I think I, I think I picked it. No, I think I did actually. I said I'm pretty sure I did. I thought I picked it too. I don't know. Okay, we'll go back and listen. I was big on Dallas because I know they beat Colorado. I'm pretty sure it was me. I'm not gonna lie, but listen, you know, I'm, I can share the spotlight if you picked it too. Um, you probably you may have did, and I, I forget. I, I picked. Tampa, I, I definitely picked Tampa Bay coming out of the East. Which did they win last night, or did they play last night? Oh, they lost. Lost. Okay, so that's three that's two now. I think three two. Yeah. I still see Tampa Bay coming out of that, and Dallas. So this should be a very good Stanley Cup. But Pat, tell me about what happened in that in that uh, Vegas series against uh, 
Dallas. I mean, you just said it was the goalie. It was the goalie. I didn't really watch it. My heart. Wasn't I didn't going. actually watch that much either. I just know that Kadobin's been very good, like the entire playoffs. It was and uh, basically, the Knights just choked. I think. Okay, so that hockey thing was one of those things. I'm not sure if you guys have this feeling. I definitely have this feeling. Like after the Eagles lost on like a Sunday at one o'clock, I have a really tough time watching football the rest of the day until Sunday night. I don't. I can't watch the four o'clock games. So the Eagles. Yeah, game. I had a tough time watching yeah. the rest of the uh, NHL the playoffs. Yeah. So when the Flyers lost, we were all hopeful. It kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. So I kind of stayed away from hockey. I've caught like I've been watching. I've been flipping on the games and watch them for like a period or so, and then I'm just like, damn. And I turn the and I turn it off, and I it's kind of I can't watch like a game like I was earlier in the season. And then of course, I do the same thing with uh, the Sixers too. I the Sixers last year after that Kawhi shot, it was really tough for me to watch the conference yeah. finals. I couldn't I couldn't watch the conference finals last year. But did that guy happen to you too? No, it doesn't really happen to me for sports. Like like I'm still pissed like the rest of the day, but it kind of takes my mind off it. I guess watching it instead. Part of me feels like so. Part of me feels so bad. Like, not bad. Like, I feel like such a weirdo that I let that ruin my day. I'm just like, the Eagle, like, say the Eagles lose, and I'm just like, I really will let that ruin from 4 o'clock. I don't know. Like, yeah, really bad losses. Like, really, I mean, they really piss me off. They do ruin my day. Like, I don't feel like doing really anything the rest of the day. I'll tell you the one that got me the worst. And it, it wasn't uh, the Eagles one. The Kawhi one got me pretty good. Is when Alshon dropped that pass against the Saints. Yeah. yeah. So that that was... one really got me. And I was with a lot of people that didn't – I was watching that game with some people that didn't really care about football as much. We just had some people over the apartment. And I was actually – I was, like, very angry. And no one was understanding why I was so angry. And they're like, and they're like just cheer up. Don't let it ruin your day. No. I'm going to let it ruin my day. And I'm going to be – I'm going to be happy that I'm letting it ruin my day. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't tell me that like don't let it ruin my day. I want it to ruin my day because that's being how miserable is um, like one of the most integral parts of being a sports fan or at least a Philadelphia yeah. sports fan. Yeah, I'm very passionate about that, and like I'm passionate about like if you win, miserable after your team. Yeah, you're passionate, you're passionate about being passionate. Yeah, I'm passionate about my passionate fandom. Yeah. Like I don't don't get in the way of my fandom. Okay, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, we have been going on for a little bit now. I'm not sure. Probably getting close to an hour. I don't. I don't, I don't really time these things anymore. But where do we want to go from here? Conclude. Anything? Anything else? I've been watching. Or I've been listening to a podcast recently. Oh, really? What's the podcast? Um, we're not really listening to it, but there's a bunch of clips online, and they just talk about like random movies. It's called uh, Come Town. You love Pat is the biggest guy and movie guy I know. The biggest <laughs> these are, guy. These are like Hollywood movies, or yeah, they just talk about like no, like, like big adult, movies, like anything they watch. Movies. Like there was one I recommend, like just look up on YouTube, Come Town Steven Seagal. <laughs> You'll laugh your ass off. <laughs> they just talk about like all Steven Seagal's shitty movies over the past like twenty years. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I did want to mention one thing because we didn't get to uh, two things left for me. One was one you touched on last week. I sent you guys that video of Mike Tyson. Pat, you brought it up. Mike yeah. Tyson still looks scary. I'm going to keep saying it every week until he fights Roy Jones Jr. Ridiculous. He's going to kill that guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he very, might. He might actually kill him. Secondly, I wanted to talk about this. The Rock saves the XFL. Rock bought, bought the XFL. Him and the uh, him and the team, I think. Uh, I forget the woman's name. I feel really, really bad about it. But 
Uh, he bought the XFL, and then it's, it's coming back, which is really, really cool to see. Gave guys like P.J. Walker, a former Temple Owl, a really good platform to get into the NFL. And The Rock kind of had – it's a good story for The Rock because he had dreams of playing professional football in the NFL. Obviously, it didn't happen. He, he did become very, very successful. But now he's giving these guys this platform to get into the NFL, and maybe he can live vicariously through these guys. So, shout out to The Rock. You guys will be watching the XFL whenever it comes back. He's just trying to – he's trying to, like, recreate ballers. I know he, he is. had a really good time filming that, and he's I'll, like, wait, I can just do this. I, would, <laughs> I have so much money. Dude, if they do, they, they should bring back ballers. I know they – yeah, it's pretty much end it. Bring it back of him buying the XFL. He went from being the Chiefs owner to buying the XFL. Come on. That, that'd be a ridiculous season. Yeah. That, that'd be so cool. He should bring in, like, uh, like wrestling announcers and make them the, the, uh, like the announcers on TV. Yes. Oh my God. That'd be fantastic. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be. And then like, maybe, maybe like have like a couple wrestlers, like try, try football. Can I get the, like throw them out there at offensive line or something? I please want the rock playing tight end. Can I please get the rock (laughs) back on into WWE for like a Monday night raw or like a, um, like a Friday or Monday night raw Friday night Smackdown. Right. I think I got those right. I want him back and then just promote the XFL or something like that. Like you have like an old rivalry come out and be like the rocks. Like they give rock the craft, like becoming this pretty boy owner and the rock just comes out and beats the shit out of somebody. That is a WWE storyline. <laughs> the WWE is not the same anymore, unfortunately, but yeah. All right guys. Well, what else? Anything to talk about? I don't think I have anything less that I want to talk about baseball. No. Phillies blew it against the wall. Yeah, they still again. Well, that's no not on the sour note. So yeah. All right, let's do a fun episode again. We did our little NFL talk, NBA talk, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Oh, we had the big uh, the footballs back, college football. We'll, we'll get to that one next week probably because teams are going to start playing soon. But, yeah, fun episode. I'm glad we finally have sports to talk about. And, guys, if you listen to us – Oh, the Big Ten's week, back. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, we'll, t- but we'll, get, we'll talk to them later in the week about that when, when – uh, the games are starting to get played and we kind of can make our predictions about the seasons and stuff like that. I think they're, it's only the eight or nine game season. I haven't really looked into it. Yeah, but they, are, they are paying for the testing, the big 10, the Corona testing. So shout out, shout out to the big 10 for stepping up there. Anyway, if you guys listen to us every week, you know that we are sponsored by uh, manscaped.com. Go on manscaped.com. Use code seller dwellers, all caps, no space for 20% off your purchase and free shipping. Get their lawnmower 3.0 and their par- perfect package 3.0. Everything you need for your grooming experience. But guys, until then, we will, until next week, I should say, I'll talk to you soon. Peace. See ya. Wait, are we sponsored? We're sponsored. <laughs>